0: Welcome back to another episode of Wildcat Podcast. This is season one, episode seven, titled Celebrating Cultures.
1: All right, and we have a great episode lined up, right, Connor? What are we gonna be talking about today?
0: So today, first we're gonna be talking about what's trending. All
1: then right. We're gonna
0: be learning about different cultures.
1: Nice. And then what?
0: Then we're gonna be able to know about a podcaster.
1: right, we're going to learn about another podcaster on the Wildcat Chat Podcast, and that's going to be Amna. Hey, Amna. (laughs) All right, we're going to get to know you a little bit better. (laughs) Thank you, Connor, for leading us into this first segment on what's trending, what's going on in the world around us, what's happening at Great Bridge. We got some important things coming up. One big thing is spring break is here. It's coming soon in about two weeks. I know students are looking forward to that. Teachers are probably looking forward to that too. A little time away to just rejuvenate and get refreshed. So spring break is is happening here very soon in the next two weeks. Also, what is going on school-wise is we just are finished our first round of SOL tests. A great job, eighth graders. Or are a lot of moving parts uh, having option one students in, in class and then option two students coming in to take the test. So very proud of you and, and all that with what you are doing in school and with the SOL test. And what else is trending? What's going on around the world, what's happening? What's hot? I'm the Addy. Tell us what is trending.
0: Um, so based on my Pinterest boards, I'm seeing a lot of fancy pants. And I haven't seen many people wearing them, but then when it comes to social media, I'm seeing a lot of people wearing like different prints. So some people like are like pinstripe pants, some are wearing paperback pants, some are even wearing like you no know, flared leg pants. So I've seen a lot of those and a lot of bright and bold colors going around. And I've also seen clay rings. And I think they are so cute. And I actually made some.
1: All right. So we have some trending things. We got clay rings. We got fancy pants. Uh, what else is trending, Amna? So last
2: time Nadia said chains were trending so chain necklaces people put chains on their pants and i think they use it for other stuff like i don't know put it on their head i don't know what they do with the, <laughs> they just on on the like a little chain
3: things on their access like any except access- it's like an accessory for your clothes and stuff you can put on a hat or whatever it just looks really nice
1: oh that's cool navia and welcome navia we're glad that you're here yeah we're just talking about what's trending what's hot I, one of the things that I think y'all were talking about was knitwear.
0: Yes, knitwear. So
1: knitting, crocheting, that sort of stuff. It's funny you say that because my wife just knitted me a beanie and Aww. I sported it. Yeah, it was really cool. I liked it. So um, yeah, knitwear, I guess, crocheting. That's pretty sweet. What are y'all's plans for a spring break? Because I know that's coming up. Are any of y'all going anywhere? I'm
3: going camping for the first time.
1: Wow, where are you going?
3: Um, I don't really know specifically. I just know it's like 10 minutes away from the Outer Banks. That's all I know.
1: Okay, that's cool. I've I've camped on the beach and it is awesome. I think you're going to love it. So, camping is great. That was one of my most favorite my most memorable experiences. Camping was right on the the beach. So, waking up and having like that sunrise there. Uh, if it, if you're near there on the uh, Outer Banks, that's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. I'm actually going camping too, Navia.
3: Oh, really? Where are you going? Yeah, but
1: I'm not going to the Outer Banks. I'm going to be going to Grayson Highlands, which is in the western part of Virginia. Not that many people know about it. It's a state park. It's about six hours away, and there's wild ponies out there.
3: That's so
4: cool.
1: Yeah, we're going off grid. We're our Getting away, we are getting away from technology. We are just kind of getting back with nature. Our family's going. We're gonna try this camping with our. Well, I wouldn't say camping. We did rent a cabin, so it's not really like tent camping. Like so, I feel like it's camping, but it, it's kind of like pseudo camping.
3: We're also not having a, a tent because okay. Of- because my mom, like, her back hurts a lot and stuff like that. So, and also we don't really want to. I want to, but my parents and my brother don't want to. But I probably can stay in my friend's tents because we are going with other people. It's That's like just fun. two more families other
0: than us. Glamping. It's when you go, like, like, like camping. Oh,
3: camping.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, we're glamping.
0: I've actually never been camping, and... I probably won't because I'm not, I don't like, I don't think I would be able to stay outdoors for full 24 hours that I'm just not that type of person. Um, I need, I, I need, you know, fresh um, air conditioning and I cannot go and just live in tent, but yeah. And then for spring break, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. I think I might be going to Bushyard, social distancing, you know, wearing masks, of course you know, COVID is still a thing, but I might be going. And so.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. You're not alone, Addie. I think a good portion of the world needs that fresh yeah. air and wants a nice bathroom and you're not alone. Some people are really into camping and some are like, look, I'd rather just get a nice hotel and it's totally fine. It's totally fine either way, but have fun at Bush Gardens. That's going to be great.
0: Yeah, I normally go on Easter is one of my traditions, but because of COVID, I haven't actually been in like two years, and I really want to go because I really haven't, I really like roller coasters, and I haven't been able to ride one, so I might be able to go, that's if, you know, you know, Busch Gardens, I'm pretty sure it opened back up, but I'm pretty sure there's like a time limit, like four hours or something, so that's if I'm going to go I really hope i can because i really want to ride the griffin because that ride is so fun so
1: that is a fun one well thank you for sharing and also i i failed to mention this coming up by the time this episode drops we'll be in right before spring break we're gonna be hitting up april in april there's going to be a lot of things april is the month of the military child so we're going to be doing a lot of things at school in regards to Uh, highlighting uh, military families and uh, supporting them so stay tuned for that all right and thank you for sharing what's hot and what is trending addy amna and navia
4: Part of our school's multicultural committee, and they have a lot of cool things going on this month. So, we are here to ask her some questions about all that's going on.
1: Hey, Senora Palos, how are you? You mean hi, hola? Hi. Hola, that's right.
4: Hola,
5: hola, how are you? Hola. Fun. <laughs> thank you for inviting uh, es,
1: me. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Estoy Bien, I believe. Is that right? Si.
4: Oh, okay, Mr.
1: Graham, good for you. How about that? (laughs) That's like the only Espanol. (laughs)
4: Excelente.
5: (laughs) Excelente.
1: That's the only Espanol that I know. But Senora Palos is our Spanish teacher here at Greybridge Middle School. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
5: All right, so my name is Miss Palos, Diana Palos. Uh, um, I'm from Mexico, and I'm actually teaching my fifth grade, my fifth year in uh, Great Bridge Middle. I am um, a Spanish teacher, but also I, I kind of got myself into the, you know, other languages as French and Latin. I really enjoyed teaching flex for a couple of years. And now I am in charge of the multicultural comedy here in Great Bridge Middle. So we're trying to promote diversity, inclusion, uh, you know, just kind of cherish other cultures within our school community.
1: We are very happy that you are here with us at, at Great Bridgman Middle School and also here on the podcast. Very stoked to have you here and discuss this topic because it is so relevant in our time right now. And can you tell us a little bit about what this whole multicultural committee is and, and its entire mission?
5: Of course, Um well, I really, it's my first year doing this and I'm really enjoying it. So we are a group within Graybridge Middle. Uh, we are composed by faculty and staff, um, you know, members. And we are actually trying to eliminate negative stereotypes, you know, not just in our school, but in our community. Um, you know, we are a country that is formed with different um cultural backgrounds and we are trying to, you know, to promote diversity, cherish other people's beliefs, traditions, get to know each other. And, you know, the best thing is to build bridges to trust, respect, and understand other uh, people's backgrounds. So we are, you know, doing some actions in our school, um, you know, just as sharing information, resources for teachers to implement in their in their classrooms. Um, activities that are, you know, able to to put in practice different, you know, different um, beliefs, traditions, practices that other people, different people have, you know, among us. Um, I'm really enjoying these. Um, unfortunately, due to the online, uh, you know, the online setting, we cannot put a lot of hands on or things that we would love to do, like you know, sharing food and things like that but at least we're trying to you know get to share resources and do as many activities as we can using technology right
1: that's awesome
4: yeah and in a way it is kind of cool that this year you've been forced to use technology a little bit more which can kind of be a good thing because it's something that everyone has access to and can hopefully um you know be a part of the activities that you're doing
5: right we also have for example a global diversity calendar which each month we um, we honor or we celebrate a certain culture for example last february was black history month and we honor and recognize african americans who have had a positive impact in our society Uh, this month we highlighted saint patrick's day uh, March 21st, yesterday was International Day for the Elimination of Racial Discrimination. And also, while inviting our community to visit a tour in the Chrysler Museum, they are holding an art exhibition called Americans in Spain Painting and Travel, 1820, 1920. And it's about uh, some painters that traveled to Spain. They Um, notice different practices, different, you know, of course places, traditions uh, from Spain. And they started creating these masterpieces, which are now exhibited in uh, the Chrysler Museum. They, if you cannot, you know, tickets are free. If you cannot just go and visit on site, they actually come with a virtual tour, which allows you to see this, uh, this work. And it's amazing, so I really suggest you to go visit. All the information is posted in the Wildcat country and for our teachers also in the Wildcat web.
4: That's awesome.
2: So why is awareness of cultural diversity important? All
4: right, so
5: it's basically um, important because it helps us recognize and respect ways of being that are not necessarily our own uh, we also eliminate negative stereotypes right and personal biases about different groups and cherish other people's culture in our school community so it really helps us to build you know trust and respect and understanding other cultures as well
1: i think that's great and when this helps remind me of just recently we had with Chesapeake Public Schools, the Lift Every Voice Art Contest, and Mm -hmm. I could see how cultures are being represented with lifting every voice. We actually had a student here make a finalist in the uh, competition. It was a visual arts competition, so shout out to Anastasia for that because her drawing was really great. Yeah, she
4: did an awesome job.
1: Right. And I think that it's something that is part of that sort of equity piece, as well as the different cultures that you're sharing and highlighting and making sure that these voices are being heard too. So I, I applaud you for that. And it is very important, I would say, because we are, we have many different backgrounds. We have many different backgrounds in this podcast club that we're going to find out about here in just a few minutes.
5: And it's very enriching, you know, just you know, open your perspective about the world, about you learn a lot, you know, it's, it's just enriching for everybody to learn from each other.
4: Yeah, I mean, right. we've even had conversations as a podcast club just about each other's cultures and even in preparation for this episode. And even in that learning from each other has been a really um, enriching experience.
0: Yeah. Exactly. What actions
5: does the community do? Okay, well, as um, I mentioned before, we have the global diversity calendar. Mm-hmm. So far, you know, we are honoring one culture every month, and we are sharing, you know, resources through the Wildcat country, the Wildcat web, um, about, you know, information and also activity suggestions, and, you know, that people can do actions, not just in the classroom, but with their friends, with their classmates. Um, you know with their parents you know things like that um, so they can just put in practice you know uh, mm-hmm. kindness understanding and mm-hmm. you know basically cher- uh, cherishing the other other people's uh, cultures um, also you know we have the the museum exhibition that everybody should visit once again it's amazing I was, there myself last last weekend and it impressed me. Um, you learn so much, you know, I'm, I come from a Hispanic origin and I even learned from my own culture. So um, basically, you know, you guys, um, I'm gonna be posting every month some resources so you guys can just access, watch the videos, the information posted, the events going on in our community and you know, everybody hopefully takes advantage of these opportunities.
4: Absolutely. Do you guys have any more questions for Senora Palos?
1: I do. So you briefly briefly mentioned your heritage, your background. What is something that you celebrate or something that's unique to your cultural background that you do that you wouldn't mind sharing with our listeners out here?
5: Okay, something that I do like from I don't know it's just uh, there's a lot of things that you know it's being like a, a culture uh connection between you yeah. know my his yeah. my my background and being here in the United States you know I have a lot of things that are similar but some of things that are really you know it's it's, it's been pretty different to me to be here in this country um for example one thing you know that I notice is different um it can be holidays, for example, Christmas. I notice here everybody celebrates celebrates it on December twenty fifth, but mm-hmm. we don't. We celebrate it on on Christmas Eve, December twenty fourth. So, the party goes all night long, and then <laughs> December twenty fifth, nobody nobody does anything. There's oh, really? <laughs> Everybody is tired and needs to sleep. You know, there's no
4: nothing like that. So I'm like,
1: everyone's oh. eating all the food, and they're like, uh, it's exactly. time just to rest. <laughs> So when
4: does, so on the 24th, that's when like you give the gifts and you do all the eating and all that good stuff. Yes. Also in uh, New Year's,
5: we have lots of traditions. For example, we eat 12 grapes. So we have one grape. It's one month of the year. And then we are, you know, we, we actually have one wish for every year for each month. So when you have, you have to eat the 12 grapes within before 12 o'clock before the bell rings, you know. Oh, so wow. if you don't, then your wishes don't come true. You know, these are just <laughs> basic ah, uh, that's that's cool. traditions. And, uh, but that's yeah, awesome,
1: but like I didn't know about that. And that's great. To- I mean, like, I had no idea about the grapes and that's that's stuff that, you know, we, we as a people, it's nice to hear and learn from each other because I could just be like, ah, you like grapes. I can see what you're doing. No big deal. But actually it is, it has a little a thing to it, which is, which is, is cool. I know. I think that's awesome. It's good to get that awareness out there. You know, a lot of times we have that lens of just our view and what we do and what maybe what we celebrate individually in our own zip code or even our street or our block. And it's great to learn from, everyone out there and whatever it may be whether you're from Spain or or whether you're from Pakistan right Amna? Right. So tell us a little bit about you.
2: So I'm Pakistani and one of the things that we're we do in our religion which is actually coming up pretty soon I don't know the month maybe April or May is fasting. So we fast from sunrise to sunset which means we get up at like five or six in the morning and we have a limited time to eat and we eat something and we don't eat until, I don't know, like nighttime, like when the sun comes down, when it's night. So we don't eat until it's, it's night. And then we have like a, we make some special food and eat then. Wow. Okay. That is, you know
1: what that's, that's called?
4: It. Is that, does it have a name? So
2: it's called fasting in English, where we call it a rosa.
4: Okay.
1: Okay. Now, do you look forward to that?
2: Yeah, I think it's going to be way more easier since there's no, like, in-person school. Because, like, sometimes if it's, like, gym classes. <laughs> Last year when I had gym classes and my sister, too, it was just exhausting. You know, you oh, want okay. water afterwards and you mm-hmm. can't drink water. So, you can't even have water. No, just I drink like two water bottles.
1: Wow. That's That's interesting. Is is there anything else too that you wouldn't mind sharing as well?
2: Oh, yeah. Like a holiday or something? Oh, yeah. Eid is the holiday. So, after the month of fasting, you at the end of it, there's something called Eid where you wear very fancy clothing and you go out and eat food a lot of food and oh, I bet
1: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta replenish
2: <laughs> yeah and normally we have parties and pictures taken and everything
1: it's awesome
4: that sounds like fun
1: well thanks so much for sharing that's that's great how about you Addie? is there any sort of special thing that you celebrate that's kind of unique you think or traditions okay. well
0: most of my culture comes from my religion i'm christian
1: okay
0: and so okay. i celebrate easter and christmas so okay. those are two holidays that i celebrate and then some traditions or i do or religious things i do on a daily is i pray every night and i try to read my bible as much as possible and so those are just some unique things to my
1: Navia's family is from India. Navia, is there anything that you wouldn't mind sharing with our listeners that is unique with with that sort of background and that culture?
3: Um, We do have a lot of festivals, but one interesting thing that people question is like, I can't eat cow meat because it's against our religion, but anything else is fine. Okay. Um, And then some people ask if I'm allowed to be a meat eater because they're also kind of confused on that. And I am allowed, but it's just like preference. We don't want to be. Okay. Um, and one of my favorite holidays or Indian uh, holidays is uh, Holi because you get to throw colors everywhere, and it's like a and that's coming up, right?
1: Is that coming Um, up?
3: I don't know actually because. In India, like in the Hindu calendar, which is our religion, um, it's not really based on days. It's actually based on like the sun or like it's like horoscopes or astrological uh, things like that. I don't really okay. know how to explain it properly. I'm sorry. But uh, so we don't quite know when Holi is going to be, but um, I'm. But it's a festival of spring, right?
1: So it's the Uh, festival of spring and like you get to throw the different colors and stuff into the air. I was just looking at it and I believe it's, like I said, I think it's coming up March 28th and ends on uh, March 29th. Oh yeah. 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 That's going to be great.
3: We always go to the temple, but because of COVID, we haven't been there in like two years now.
1: Right. Okay. Well, I, I, it's coming up. So you said it's one of your favorite holidays, so I hope you enjoy it. How about you, Miss Grandinetti? Anything kind of that you do that celebrate that you wouldn't mind sharing? That's kind of something that may be with yeah, your cultural I, background I have, or anything? It's
4: like a, if, well, one of the things I'm kind of with Addie, like as far as religion, um, a tradition that that I have that I know many listeners out there may have is um, being a Catholic on Fridays during Lent, we don't eat meats. So that's something that goes on, um, from Ash Wednesday until Easter. So we don't eat meat. Um, and then typically like for Lent, you would give something up or do something extra that is like a positive thing. So you would like, there have been years I've given up sweets or there have been years that I've decided that I was going to do like one kind thing for somebody each day. So you would just kind of pick something, um, And you would stick with that throughout that time period. So that's really, like, when I think about traditions, that's one of the big ones as far as, um, like, my religion goes. Yeah,
1: Addie.
0: I guess I should probably mention this. So, like, how I came about my religion is all my family is Christian. But I've never actually been to a – I've never gone to church, and I do. But most of my religion is, like, taught by reading the Bible. So in like traditions that other people may do like miss grandinetti like Lynn, i actually not done those things because you know i've never been to a church and i've never learned about those things Mm -hmm. that's kind of special to me
1: right and part of this cool stuff that miss palace and tenor palace is doing is and sharing and, and giving opportunities to learn uh, from what other people are doing, right? And how you celebrate certain things or how you worship certain things or you're where you come from. It's all kind of a good thing. So different cultures celebrate different things and worship differently. It could be worth different from one church to another or one uh, culture to another. And it's just nice to be able to talk about these things and, and learn from each other's own perspective.
5: Yes. And just to add to that, you know, just uh, an invitation for everybody to read, to learn more about different countries. Sometimes we just go by the the news, you know, that there right. are most of it negative. So we get the stereotypes on those countries and we put labels, labels. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's more than that. There's uh, tons of positive information and enriching things that each country has to offer to everybody else. So just, you know, open your mind, your perspectives. And, and it's once you go out there, the world is wonderful.
1: Well, thank you so much for sharing. And I've learned a lot, even just in this one segment of some different cultures that I, I wasn't aware of. And Miss Senora Palos, thank you for coming on and, and sharing all of these wonderful things that you are doing and your committee is doing to help uh, promote sort of multicultural awareness uh, with our students, with our staff and with our community. So we applaud you. I know it takes some time to do all that stuff. And I I love posting it out there every month. I'm like, what's coming up next? You know, March was all about, we had some international women's month. So power to the women out there and all the things that y'all are doing to accomplish. We have a lot of women in our podcast. But I think Connor and I are the only guys right now in this segment. So a uh, shout out to you and all that you're doing, too. So I, I, we look forward to seeing what's coming up in April. That's going to be the next one. So some observances to kind of be aware of and celebrate so that, again, we can get that sort of global perspective. Thank, Thank
5: you. you. Thank you, guys, for having me. And, uh, yes, April definitely has uh, good, good information. We start with April's <laughs> full.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
5: Thank All right, for well, thank
1: problem. you. Thank you. Have a good
0: day. Bye bye. All right, you too. Right now, we're going to do get to know a podcaster, Amna. I believe that Amna has a few two truths and a lie that she is willing to share with us. So, Amna, are your two truths and a lie.
2: So. I speak multiple languages. I want to be a vet when I grow up, or I want to be a doctor.
1: All right, what do we think?
0: Okay, this is hard because when I was younger, I wanted to be a vet, so like, um, I believe that you speak multiple languages is true. I think that's true. Yeah, uh, I
4: think that's true also.
1: I think but, so as well. I think uh, she definitely speaks multiple languages.
0: But between vet and doctor, I, I have no clue. Um, yeah, I have no clue between those two. I need time to think about that. Um, I'm gonna take a guess and I'm gonna think the lie is a doctor. I think you wanna be a vet.
1: Me too. I agree. I think I'm gonna have to agree with Addie. I believe that um, I think that she wants to be a vet, and I think the doctor is the the lie.
2: The tr- the lie was I want to be a vet because I actually want. I'm thinking of being a dermatologist or a pediatric
4: neurologist.
0: Ah, uh, you guys are wrong. She got us. Dang. Wow, she I was
4: got thinking us. that too, so I was, I was wrong.
0: So now that you've mentioned what you want to be when you grow up, why do you want to be those? I don't really know. What the thing, like what those um, careers are. So please enlighten me because I really don't know.
2: Well, I can't choose between those two because like I wanna be a dermatologist because I've been learning about skin and like what's good for your skin and what's bad. And I wanna be a pediatric neurologist is because my mom was, like telling me oh you can be like a neurologist surgeon but the thing is I cannot handle blood I cannot handle needles I cannot handle any of those I will pass um,
1: out you um, might need to uh, re- rethink that or practice like I mean at some point you would have to get into a mode where you're practicing like giving needles and there's going to be blood around So if you're going that route, yeah, I feel like your
4: training at some point may have blood involved in it, no matter what you pick. I don't
2: know that. I I can handle a little blood, but I just need a practice, and then I want (laughs) to be a pediatric neurologist because I just like little kids, and it's a it's less than having to be a full on neurologist. Mm -hmm. because that's a lot of pressure
1: i think no matter what it is um uh, there's going to be a lot of school in store for you and it's definitely an awesome field to look into regardless of what route you go so more power to you on that i i was funny we i was just talking about skincare products And I know you're like, what is this deal? What's the deal with a guy talking about skincare products? Well, you know what? I'm breaking that stereotype there too. Because skincare products are not just for women. They are also for men as well. And my wife hooked me up and bought me Neutrogena Age Fighter retinol lotion that I put on my face every day because when I get 70 or 80... Um my skin's gonna still be looking fresh.
5: I used to put creams on my face when I was little to get rid of my freckles. I would be like, <laughs> you know, Mexico, really? there's no many girls with freckles. So I was like the weirdo, you know? <laughs> 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 I
2: just, I like, said, I
5: freckles, I like what's that? You know? So I was like just going to the dermatologist and but never, it never worked for me anyway. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> so but, you're just uh, like, Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter
5: right now, um, i'm used to it and <laughs> it makes pretty- you unique yeah
1: well that's right <laughs> that's right so that's awesome amna that's great so you want to be a doctor it's maybe a, a dermatologist or a pediatric neurosurgeon whoa so more power to you on that and do you mind tell us well what other languages do you speak
2: so um i speak urdu I can read Arabic. I started to learn Spanish. I looked at my sister's books and in kindergarten, I also learned a French song.
4: Wow. Wow, that's a
2: lot.
0: Yeah, there's no way I'd be able to remember languages. Like, I've tried. Like, I'm, I'm trying to learn Spanish, but I really don't remember that much. Um,
1: do you have Senora Palace as your teacher right now?
0: I do not. I'm not taking foreign language this year, but oh. I took it last year, and I am taking Spanish next year. And I would really like to learn Greek, but I don't know how that's going to go. That
4: would be a cool language to learn.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in, you know, the, like, Greek culture, so I would like that's to. Learn. Awesome.
1: All right. Well, Amna, is there anything else that you would love to share with our listeners out there to get to know you a little bit better?
2: Oh, I forgot about the language thing. English is actually my second language. I I think I learned Urdu first and then English. Well, lucky for me that I didn't have so much of an accent when I came here. So when I talked, I didn't talk very oddly. Like, my sister, when she came here, she had a, she doesn't believe me, but she had a very weird accent when she came (laughs) here. Like, we used to record these videos on one laptop, and I used to speak more Urdu in those videos than English, and she had this, this weird accent, and she's like, no, I didn't have an accent but at least i did not have an accent when i came here so that made it a little easier to pronounce words
1: and people can have accents even if you're from the united states like one part of the country versus another part of the country
0: one thing that really surprised me is so i went down for to north carolina like you know and i'm from you know virginia so i went down there and i was Like, um, I was going to move down there, but we didn't. Mm -hmm. And so I was talking to someone down there. I was hanging out with them because I obviously wanted to make a friend before I, you know, moved. And um, the person had, like, a really southern accent. And I was, like, really surprised by that. I was, like, I was thinking, yeah, maybe a slight southern accent, but it was a, like, southern accent. And then I've also heard people saying that, like, Virginians have accents. And so, for me, I feel like I don't have, like, any accent, but and then, other, but then I hear people from, like, New York, and they have, like, an accent, and then people right. tell me that, like, like if someone came in from another state, they, like, tell me that I have a slight accent, and I'm like, I do? Yeah. <laughs> and
3: my accent
5: is pretty strong, you know? <laughs> Overall, it's just, like, you know? <laughs>
3: I'm trying
5: to get to it, but... It- even my kids, they make fun of me because, you know, they, they grew up with English and Spanish at the same time. So they don't have an accent, but I do. And they always, mom, you know, it's pronounced this <laughs> way. And I'm like, but my R's. <laughs> That's all
1: right. And there's nothing wrong with having the accent. There's nothing wrong having those things. So I don't know, even your sister, it's okay if she has an accent. It's totally fine.
2: I think so she right. got over it, but she still says some words wrong. And so do I.
1: That's okay. It's I all right. Very,
0: very cool. Like when when I meet someone and they have an accent, my like I'm like, whoa, that's so cool. Because
4: <laughs> I agree. I think it
0: ups their cool points. Before. Yeah, it makes their cool level go from like maybe like a four to like a ten in <laughs> twenty five seconds. Cause for me, I feel like I speak very like blandly. Cause you know I've obviously been hearing my like this accent like my entire life, but then I meet someone from maybe you know southern states or even you know Senor Palos. I think everyone's accents are very pretty, like really cool. They're so cool.
1: Me too. I I think accents are cool. Well, Amna, thank you so much for sharing all these things about yourself. We got to know you a little bit. Thank you for sharing all these wonderful things. We're very lucky to have you as a part of our podcast club. And we love hearing you and your perspective and sharing what your thoughts are with the entire world. So thank you so much, Amna. All right, Connor, what do you think of that episode? It was
0: a great episode and everything.
1: Yeah, it was so good. I can't wait for the next episode. That's gonna be our eighth one. Are you pumped?
3: Yes.
2: The
1: next episode is gonna be a surprise. So are you excited? Yes. Totally. All right, sign us off.
3: Bye. (laughs)